For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Got your bags packed for the border? I do actually have my bags packed for the border. We'll be down there late tonight and spend most of the night along the border, actually, with Border Patrol, trying to be able to do a nighttime patrol to see what's going on Hmm. uh, when we have a large number of single adult males crossing overnight. And then we'll start early in the morning uh, trying to be able to uh, identify what's happening with unaccompanied minors and then also with family units that are crossing. Let's, uh, before we get to what you expect to see in the next 24, 48 hours, let's go back to last week when you were in Arizona near Nogales and seeing these huge gaps in the border wall there. Um, describe, we played a little bit of your, you know, the video post you put up, but describe what you saw. It's pretty remarkable to be able to see. When you hear President Biden say, I'm going to stop construction, and uh, he, on January the 20th, declared the emergency over at the border, and uh, he's stopping all construction. You, you sometimes get a feeling of, you know, they're constructing a mile at a time, and they just keep going with that mile's complete, they move to the next mile. That's not how construction goes. They're they're doing miles and miles and miles of fencing, but they leave the gates open. There are these large gates big enough to drive a big truck through uh, so they can do maintenance on both sides. When they stop construction, all of the fencing is done, but closing the gates. Literally, the materials are there to build the gates, but they're just laying on the ground. And it also means the road next to it is not complete. The ground sensing technology is not in place. The cameras are not in place. Uh, the uh, lights are not in place. So where my Democratic colleagues say, well, we don't need fences. We just need technology. Literally, Biden stopped all the construction in this large zone uh, without putting any of the technology in and said, we're just not going to do anything at all and leave the gaps open, which means Border Patrol have to literally sit there at the fence at that gap in the fence or else it'd be wide open. Well, it sounds like it's Kamala Harris's problem now. The president saying yesterday that she will lead the White House response to the situation down there. What was your reaction to that? Yeah, I was a little stunned and disappointed to say the least that apparently the president thinks this is too complicated. I'm going to give this to someone else. But the problem on that is uh, Kamala Harris has already stated that she has no problem with with uh, having open borders. Uh, so she was very outspoken during the debates uh, to say, hey, th- this is not an issue. Let's decriminalize moving across the border, make it simply a fine to be able to move across the border illegally, uh, wh- which is just absurd. And that just invites more people just to be able to come back and forth across the border, knowing they're going to pay an additional fee uh, to be able to do it. Uh, so I-, I am very concerned because it is obvious they do not have a plan for how to be able to handle this. And this is definitely a crisis of their own making. I mean, you just look at last February before the pandemic began, we had less than 40,000 people crossing the border illegally. This February, we had more than 100,000 people that were apprehended crossing the border illegally. The only thing that changed was the president and the policies of that president. And how many unaccompanied children are being held right now? And do you expect you'll have access to see the conditions that they are being kept in? Oh, I absolutely expect that. I I went to uh, specifically locations where unaccompanied minors are being kept in Tucson uh, to be able to see the conditions, to see the uh, situation of how many they're keeping in that spot. Uh, I expect to be able to do that again in Rio Grande Valley. There's a much higher number of unaccompanied minors crossing in that area. 
the last report that I had is they had around 5,000. And uh, so I want to be able to see exactly what they're dealing with at this point uh, as those numbers change on a daily basis. Understanding when the, the uh, old footage that's out there that they show unaccompanied minors, uh, they often show a very small child. Uh, when I was in Tucson and was going through all the process there saying, what are you seeing as far as unaccompanied minors? It's almost all 15, 16 and 17 year old males that are coming across the border that they're listing as children. I understand they're minors, uh, but people have a different visual in this. Almost all 15, 16, 17 year old males. There would be more footage out there, uh, but the Biden team has not allowed the press to be able to get access and has completely blocked it off. And worse than that. In the last 48 hours, they've released their own footage, uh, the Biden team has, and said, okay, here's the footage for you to be able to run uh, to show what's happening at the border. So literally a government camera crew wow. handing it to a free press and saying, here's all that you can have. Unfortunately, dutifully, a lot of the stations just ran that video and said, okay, this is what's happening at the border. So it's really absurd. Um, we got to touch on a couple of other topics before I let you go. Uh, but first of all, before we get away from immigration, can you just quickly describe what you did see in Arizona and the, what kind of conditions the kids are being kept in there? Yeah, in that particular facility in Tucson, they're actually receiving kids coming from Texas. Uh, so they're like a second point. Yeah. Uh, they're not seeing a lot of unaccompanied minors coming across there. So they were all in good shape, well taken care of, great staff that was around them. Uh, we are all exceptional in our in our care uh, for HHS. Uh, the challenge they're dealing with is just the number of people coming. And most everyone coming, these 15, 16, 17 year old males, had a phone number and an address of someone who's going to sponsor them. Most of them illegally present in the country as well. Wow. And they were uncles, they were cousins, they were other folks that are already in the country. All right, let's switch topics. This open mic. Please ask Senator Lankford what he thinks about Biden's new gun control proposals, either confiscation, buybacks, or whatever. Are you hearing about confiscation plans or buybacks or anything like that? What I'm hearing is President Biden saying that he wants to ban assault rifles. And uh, for whatever reason, he's determined if a gun looks scary, it must be a dangerous gun. And uh, and so he wants to be able to have a ban on those. Now, he's not put the details into it uh, to say whether he wants to confiscate uh, or whether he wants to just say he's going to block all sales. But if you block all sales, that would clearly also be private sales uh, from one person to another. That is a legal firearm. It is a rifle. Uh, it is not a machine gun, as people talk about it. We already have laws uh, that deal specifically with a machine gun. Uh, so this is a, a semi-automatic rifle that some people look at and say, because it has a different uh, stock on it, because it has a different hand grip on it, it's suddenly scary, so we should outlaw it. Uh, there are lots of folks that do hunt uh, with those. There are lots of folks that do sports shooting with an assault rifle. And uh, for all the folks that say, why would anyone need an assault rifle? I will typically smile at them and say, have you ever shot one? It's just a really fun gun to shoot. And uh, and so if a lot of people keep them for home protection or for sports shooting, that's it's a, a perfectly legal gun to be able to have. And in our last minute, you really laid into the Census Bureau this week and, and called for, as you want to do, more efficiencies. Let's make things work. It's pretty amazing to me. For years, I've worked with the Census Bureau and said, you struggle to be able to contact every American every 10 years and talk about all that you've got to ramp up to be able to do. The IRS does it literally every single year, but the census refused to cooperate with the IRS and simply for our tax return every 10 years, why don't we add 10 questions to it that could also be used at the census? The census this last year, as far as we can tell, cost $16 billion, $16 billion. 
to be able to do the census. We could do it a lot more efficiently if we would just combine the IRS functions and the census functions every 10 years. People could finish their census when they finish their taxes and be able to get it done. Then we could chase down the final people that didn't turn in tax forms or they don't have to turn in tax forms because of their income. That would be a whole lot cheaper. Senator Langford, have a safe trip and we'll talk to you again soon. Look forward to it.